Should we ever get theme music? Sure. Theme music's fun. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is this is uh, lo-fi. You know what I mean? Okay. No music. We're just two voices in, in a void. Sure. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to And Then What Happens, the serial fiction podcast where only you know what happens next. Chris Robinson is this voice. Kathleen Rusneski is this voice. Hey, Kathleen. Hey, Chris. Last week, we were doing something completely different. But it's our podcast. We can change whatever we want at the drop of that. We also said, as though it's a joke, well, if something really great comes in, we'll just put out that chapter of the story. Is that what we said? We did say that. That's crazy, because something really great did happen. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we have an extremely special submission today. So this is the next chapter of the, the story that you've all been listening to, and it came in uh, over the weekend from uh, Nick Lowe, executive editor of the Spider Office at Marvel Comics. And if you want to follow him on Twitter, he's at Nick underscore Lowe underscore. Uh, Nick Lowe is my boss and mentor and one of the nicest men in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> An extraordinarily talented editor for all of that. It shouldn't be both things at once, but it is. <laughs> um, and you're going to, his chapter is really fun. Um, super fun and we, we can't wait to share it with you uh nick just asked me to mention uh spider-man comics you should read those amazing spider-man 46 is out tomorrow because today is tuesday that's uh nick spencer marcello ferreira roberto Poggi, david curiel joe caramagna and with a cover by jose maria casanovas um also tomorrow from the spider office although not uh, directly edited by nick are ghost spider 9 and venom 27 and also, while uh, some comics are delayed in being published and so on, it's the perfect time to catch up on Runaways by Rainbow Rowell, Andre Chandelier, Dee Kniff, and some guest artists. Uh, Runaways, if you don't know, is the best comic book printed by Marvel Comics. And everyone agrees. <laughs> this is a true fact. Um, uh, you can also hear Nick's original songs and singing and jingles on the Glass Cannon podcast. Or if you're walking or driving badly in New York City while he's riding his bike, because he, he sings chastisements at passersby. <laughs> oh man, all of that is all true. Yeah, none of that is untrue. Yeah, none of it's untrue. Uh, and so, <laughs> so that that was just a, a free plug for the Spider Office. If uh, Tom Brevoort and or Jordan White want to get in on this and have us yeah, read off all their books, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll read the whole catalog. Any DC editors want to contribute? We're open. Uh, <laughs> and then what happens is for sale as long as you write a story and send it in. Um, it's the you... cost of admission. Yeah. You know I mean? um, if, and if you aren't, we're going to do that. Let's keep that uh, on the Gmail. Uh, and then what happens podcast at gmail.com. You can send us anything related to the show. If you have comments, su suggestions, things we can improve on. We're always looking to improve, you know? Yeah. And if you want to submit uh, part of the story, that's the website. And then what happens.com. Right. And there's a submission form on there. Fill it out. And uh, this could be you on a future episode. Right. Because <laughs> if you're following along, it's now been uh, over a week since you heard the last chapter and uh this almost goes farther back so totally uh so eugenia ghost is a beautiful assassin who's hired by bad guy daytona veracruz to catch our protagonist mcgrady and bring him in uh, mcgrady is hidden away a, a safe uh that has a bunch of stuff in it including records of the veracruz brothers illegal business practices all over orlando probably beyond 
um, to catch McGrady. Eugene had to face uh, uh, the face of, <laughs> of McGrady's best friend, Nomar, surgically grafted into her shoulder, uh, which sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but uh, is more or less nuts because the fact that she's actually an android uh, made by a total mystery character named Adam was revealed just recently. Yeah, all he knows is his name and that he makes droids. 100%. Uh, let's see. Eugenia had uh, delivered McGrady to one of the Veracruz's clubs uh, where it, one of their goons, one of the Veracruz goons, uh, ex-cop Bazoo, uh, took, uh, grabbed McGrady, threw him in a truck, uh, in a black SUV, and they drove off to meet Daytona. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so at the end of that, Eugenia ran out to McGrady's restored Cobra, and she called someone named Chloe, who we met for the first time in that chapter, uh, is the partner uh, in crime and romance of uh, McGrady's son, Buster, who uh, maybe he knows is alive, maybe he doesn't. Uh, Buster now goes by Levant. Mm-hmm. Um, Chloe has the key to the safe, which is the big MacGuffin of our whole dealie so far. Um, and then last episode that was part of the story, we skipped ahead to see what happens when Chloe and Lamont return to the U.S. from Europe, and we checked in with three of the Veracruz brothers, including Coco, who's very scary, maybe the scariest <laughs> one, but you could always prove us wrong. Um, this week, we're going to catch back up with Eugenia when she got off the phone with Chloe. And then what happens, right? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Um that's it. That's it. It sunk in that Chloe couldn't help her. Neither could Buster or whatever the hell he called himself anymore. Like so many other times it was up to Eugenia Ghost. So while she wove through traffic on the four, looking for the black SUV, Eugenia unzipped and wiggled out of her jumpsuit. Sitting in her underwear, she slammed the Cobra's gas pedal to the floor and said, I don't like this, and you don't like this, but we've got to work together. You know, I appreciate you looking out for my friend, Nomar said from her shoulder. But finding a particular black SUV in the middle of the night is impossible. Can it, Nomar? Eugenia said to her shoulder, Speak when spoken to, and that goes for all of you. She took a deep breath. Jesse, she said to her left knee, I'm going to need your help, and it ain't going to be legal. Y'all didn't kill me because of my respect for the law, Eugenia, said a small mustachioed head on Eugenia's leg. He told her a number to call, and she opened her watch and did so. Calling unlisted number. OPD Criminal Investigation, Lieutenant Westmeyer speaking. Vana, it's Jesse, Eugenia's knee said. Her watch was silent for a few seconds. Jesse, but you're... Honey, I know we got a lot to talk about, and it's a bit complicated, but I'm in a real pinch, Jesse told her. You know I wouldn't ask a favor if it weren't life or death. Oh, Jesse. Listen, Verna, what do you know about a guy named Bazoo? That's easy, Jess. Edward Bazilton, known scumbag. Can you give me a plate number, social, anything? Verna could, and did. Verna, Eugene's knee said tenderly. I'm gonna call you back, sweetheart. I gotta go. You know how I feel. Hang up. Eugenia told her watch. Thanks, Jesse. Eloise, you're up. Yeah, yeah. 
Give me your right hand and your phone. Eugenia's right forearm responded. Don't do anything stupid, Eugenia warned, picking up her phone. Never have, never will. Eloise responded, and Eugenia's right hand started typing feverishly like a high schooler. Texting while driving is never a good idea, but this is an even worse idea. Ghost? Nomar chimed in. I feel like I know you pretty well, but I don't get it. Why are you helping McGrady? And who's Adam? What did I say, Nomar? Eugenia said with a sneer at her shoulder. All right, Eugenia got the GPS of that bazoo idiot. Eugenia's forearm <laughs> said with a laugh. Who shares location with their spouse? Thanks, Eloise. Eugenia said as she shifted and drifted into the berm, pushing the cobra to her limits. Jesse, you did so much already, but do you think... Yeah, yeah. Eugenia's knee said and told her a new number to call. LPD 14th Precinct, this is Dispatch. Good, sweetie, it's Jesse. Jesse, you did! <laughs> not quite good, Jesse told her. But I'll have time to explain. I will and soon, but right now, I need help. He told her the plate numbers on the Cobra. We need not to have to worry about any blue coming near us for at least 30 minutes. Think of the lake house. Can you do this for me? Oh, Jesse. Gert melted. You know I could never say no to you. Be safe and call me, and you better get me up to that Hang lake house. Eugene barked. Jesse, you're a slimy saint. Now, Giacomo, I need some serious help. Can you take the wheel? Eugenia asked her belly. Conosco i miei poli. Her belly responded. Now you know how sometimes you worry that your significant other is stepping out and being satisfied far better than you ever could. If McGrady were here... That's how he'd feel about what Giacomo was doing with the Cobra as he weaved through and around traffic on the floor. And the feeders that have never felt so seen before. All the while, her belly quietly sang, Vittoria, 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 Mircore. A song Eugenia had never heard, much less sung. But soon enough, they were behind Bazoo's black SUV. Eloise? Eugenia asked her forearm. Anything you can do to keep this goon from calling for help? Our fish wet. Eloise asked as Eugenia's forearm picked up the phone and started working. Usually, I suppose. Eugenia answered as she fished McGrady's spare thirty-eight special out of the gym bag and rolled down the window. Giacomo was using Eugenia's right knee to steer now. It didn't seem to mind. Got it. Eugenia's right forearm told her as her left index finger pulled the trigger. No luck. Damn it. This was the moment Eugenia hoped to avoid. Giacomo, sorry to make you work harder. Toyiti di piedi! Eugenia's belly happily shouted, glad to be engaged. Eugenia didn't share that enthusiasm for what she had to do next. You see, Eugenia was a very good shot. Not only did she work hard, but the kind of person Eugenia was didn't have a lot of trouble holding still. Yet, Rita, Eugenia squinched her eyes as she uttered. Oh, if it isn't the mighty Eugenia Ghost, said a voice from the small of Ghost's back. Is it? Could it be possible that you need some gasp help? From me? Rita, 
I don't like you, Eugenia said as she tried not to look at what Giacomo was doing in pursuit of Bazoo. And you don't like me. It's not that I don't like you, Eugenia. It's just that when a person is on the edge of a climax... I'm listening, said Eugenia's knee. Shut, Shut up, up Jessie, Jessie, replied both Eugenia and her lower back. On the edge of a climax career-wise, continued Rita from the rear. I'm sorry I killed you and melded you and your skills onto my body the day before Worlds, Eugenia commiserated. But what's past is past, and right now I need you to take out that tire. Amateur. Her back replied, and her left hand thrust the pistol back out the window and fired twice. Taking out both back tires of the SUV, sending it careening and then rolling a few times until it stopped on the divider. The Cobra screeched, drifting elegantly around the now-totaled SUV and coming to a seemingly impossible stop. Sono Michelangelo! shouted Eugenia's belly. Yes, yes, Giacomo, Eugenia said, rolling her eyes. Congrats on the Grand Prix. And you couldn't get all four, Rita? Oh, for the love of... Eugenia's back said as Eugenia kicked the door open and rushed to the SUV. She didn't need Rita to shoot out the back window to see McGrady. He was battered and bruised, but alive. Not complaining, ghost, McGrady said weakly, with gratitude and shock in his eyes. But where are your clothes? Eugenia didn't respond, but her left knee did. Better move quick, ghost. Even Gup can't keep the balls in blue from this. Eugenia helped McGrady out of the wreck, but she stopped short when she heard a voice that didn't come from one of the faces on her body. That is quite impressive, Eugenia, but not quite what I had in mind. Eugenia dropped McGrady to the <clears throat> ground and turned to the speaker standing by the Cobra's driver's side door. Nomar broke Eugenia's rule and spoke. Wait, let me guess. But Eugenia didn't wait. Hello, Adam. Been a while. Hi everyone, Kathleen again. Just wanted to take a quick second to thank a special guest we had on this episode. That is Laura May, Rich's wife, did the voice of Rita. Uh, thanks Laura, you really helped round out the wall of sound. Okay everyone, see you next Tuesday. <laughs>